I don't know if I'm a really bad dad or a really good dad, but I just kick my kids on the bus and like, go! You'll figure it out! Go adapt! You're a terrible father. That's on you. So, uh, sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. Once I was a little boy, now I'm an old man. I don't know. Marching of time. And I'm old. I did the math yesterday, and I'm like, crap. Because I always get belligerent when people say I'm, I'm middle-aged. But I did the math. I'm like, if I died at 74, no one would be upset. I'd be like, okay, yeah, he, he lived a good long life at that point. So I could be middle-aged at this point. That's a very fatalistic way of looking at your life. But sure, yes, if you die at 74, and according to you, nobody will care, then... I said no one would be sad. Uh, you didn't say... I don't think you said sad. I mean, nah, maybe. Go back and maybe listen to the I tape. Know. I think you said care, but uh, yeah. It's, it, People would care, but they'd be like, well, yeah, he, he he did his best. We didn't think he'd live this long. Do you see how many hamburgers he ate? That's me. Thank you very much. That That is two thumbs to this guy who is <laughs> not going to be expected to live too much longer based on my diet, but I digress. Yeah. Anyway. Why, why are you thinking about how yes. old you are? Because my daughter started kindergarten this week. It has begun. She's officially in school. My little baby girl, all grown up, going off and uh, making friends. And, you know, I can't can't protect her anymore. Never could because I go to work and I'm miles and miles away from her for most of the day. But, you know, emotionally, this has been hard. So uh, Sunday night, I we were sitting around as a family and I turned to my son and like, hey, you know, you're going into fourth grade. You've, you've kind of got a handle on this school stuff. Do you have any good advice for your sister? And he uh, thinks about it for a minute, and he's, kindergarten is not work. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's good advice. And But he continued, don't go to it like dad goes to work. And don't come home from it like dad comes home from work. Because you leave and come home angry? Like, what is... Basically, yeah. Apparently, I come back, like, depressed and pissed off at the world. And my kids have started to notice. Oh, man, that that, that would hit me if they're like... When you go out and do something in the world, don't do it like daddy. Because he's always mad and, and angry. And, and I don't want to be like that. Yeah, that is literally the conversation I had uh, during book and snack time this week with my kids. Man, that would uh, that would make me rethink my, you know, like how I come in the door and leave. And I, I, Somebody told me once. What was that? Were they walking in with me? Was my wife watching me? Somebody was watching me, like walk into work, and you know, like I, I walk, you know, like the I, I don't think I do. I walk, you know, fairly quickly when I, wherever I walk. But she said I like trudge in, and, you know, I'm like I'm I'm slouched over, and then when I leave, heads up, and I'm just like strutting out of the place. <laughs> it's like I, <laughs> I didn't notice either of those things, but I, I guess that's probably true. I mean, you know, you're excited to be going home and see your family, but. I also have a 30-minute commute that I don't really love, so I don't love that part. But, yeah, I, I kids, they, they notice things that you don't think they're noticing. And apparently yours, <laughs> that's that's just, uh, what's your advice? Don't be like him. <laughs> he does it wrong. You do it right. Do it like this guy, the, the world-wise fourth grader. I got things figured out. I... Uh, sure take that advice i guess yeah and apparently compared to me he does have it figured out 
I, I mean, if he's in fourth grade and he's doing pretty well, then yeah, it's, I mean, my daughter's in se- went into second this year and you know, she's, she's got it. Like she's been on the bus now. This is her third year. And that, that was the hardest part for me was cause I never rode the bus. I, I, I take that back. I rode the bus like twice to get to school and, and actually leave school. Cause I went with a friend who lived out in the country and he took the bus. He had to take the bus. I always lived close enough or my brother drove me or whatever. So I never rode the bus when I went to school. So, you know, when they're like, oh, you have to put her on the bus and she you know, has to ride by herself to go to school and she's in kindergarten. I'm just like, no, that's not. No, that you can't do that. Like, you cannot do that to this child. That is so mean. And <laughs> you should make her walk through the elements. No, no, that that's even meaner. I'm saying like they there needs to be like it needs to be closer or the parents drive them or something. That's asking a child that young at five to ride the bus or even four. Yeah, I, I can't imagine having done that at my age. And that's, again, just because I didn't ride the bus, I think. You know, bus kids are, they're bus kids, and they just got used to it and did it however they had to do it. And that's what she's done. She's in second grade now, and she's a champ at it. But we're also at the bus stop now with uh, some other new newer parents or people new to the neighborhood. And there's one woman who is sending her son off for, you know, kindergarten, and she asks us questions every time we meet her at the bus stop about, like, I'm so worried about this. I'm worried they're going to drop him off at the wrong bus stop, and... Because that's happened to kids in the area, like they've gone to the wrong bus stop or the bus driver didn't do a check of the bus before they, you know, went back to put the bus up for the day and there was a kid in the seat or something. <laughs> oh, there's there, the bus system here is... All the kids get off. That's no, that's a dumb kid. Not a dumb kid. It's just a kid that's like, I want a free ride. <laughs> it's fun. I like riding in cars. You like riding in cars? <laughs> riding in a bus is fun because you don't have a seatbelt. Like, it's, it's like... you. you you know, I, I admittedly, you're going to have to like hide in that seat. So you don't really get to move up and around, get up and around. But I, I don't know. Maybe they just went to sleep. I don't, I don't know the full story. I just know there's horror stories with our bus system the last two years and, and they continue. And so she's like, you know, terrified that her son's going to get left. And you know, we're telling her, well, the kindergartners, they, they have to, the bus driver has to like see them or the, there has to be a parent to pick them up they will not let them, you know, just walk off. If there's nobody there to get them. And she's like, oh, okay, well, that's good. Well, what about this? And I'm just like, oh, that was us <laughs> two years ago. Trust me. That's, that was the tearing part, terrifying part for me. And they're not even like going to a big city. Like she's, our, her, her school's 10 minutes away. If you could drive straight to her school, it'd be like five minutes away, but it's not that far. And so, but it's still, it freaked me out to begin with, but now she just does it because that's what she does. I don't know if I'm a really bad dad or a really good dad, but I just kick my kids on the bus and like, go! <laughs> You'll figure it out. You're capable. Go adapt. Get off the bus when everyone else does. It's only going one place. This isn't like a bus where you have to like watch your stop and know like, oh, I get off on 4th Street. No, it's going to the place you're going and then it doors open. All y'all munchkins get out. Yeah, and that's there's that element too that but yeah you're you're a terrible father that's on you uh, so i i was a bus kid i had to go to the bus usually in the snow yep there you go both ways yeah no, yeah. No. yeah yeah, yeah. No, but so I, I had to go to the bus there were you know that's where uh we're just kind of like standing out on a street it was on a dirt field so there was like certain patches of my neighborhood that weren't developed yet and that, those tend to get used for bus stops so we'd all kind of congregate there throw dirt clods at each other and then a bus would come we'd get on the bus we'd go pick up some other kids at another dirt hill we'd all pretend to fall out of our seats when we hit the bump and then we'd go to school and that's that's what you do it's just it's not a hard thing it's a bus Again, I, I, I get that, and it's just I, I never had to, so, you know, 
I do remember the one time I had to go with my buddy out to his house in the middle of nowhere and get off the bus and like be so apprehensive, just like, is this our stop? We're going to miss our stop. We're going to miss our stop. Again, this is small town Kansas. There are no stops. Like there's, it's, you're going to a place. I'm going to drop you off. If you get off, good luck. Cause now you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't know where you're at. So yeah, he, he just told me where we get off. And then it was like, oh, and now we walk, you know, half a mile to my house. It's like, oh, okay. That's a. You'd think the bus would take you to your house. It's like, no, I can't. It, that's It's too far in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Life requires a little bit of effort, and it makes you stronger. Get off the bus and you walk. So our current bus situation, the bus stop is a 10-minute walk from our house, and then he has to be on the bus for 15 minutes to get to the school. You can walk to the school in 15 minutes. Yeah, that's, yeah, of course you can. So they walk to school, basically, my son hates it. He's like, why can't we, why can't you drive me? I'm like, you're turning into a Sigler. Get moving. <laughs> that does, I don't even know what that means, Dad. Just shut up. Shut up and stop whining. To be fair, you're turning into a Jason. That, that's not my kid's problem. They, they are fine with it. They're, they are much stronger than I. I. I guess that's true. Your daughter can ride the bus like a functional human being. So you know what? Maybe I shouldn't use Sigler as the bad word. I mean, I can do it now if I have to ride a bus. I've ridden buses since then. I... <laughs> rode buses all the time to sporting events and that was way easier because there is no stop it's well i mean the, the stop is when you get there it's just it's just like you're taking a trip with your family except the family is all your friends and you don't have to wear seat belts and <laughs> you're really fixated on the no seat belts it's on the, the bus, coolest part of riding the bus <laughs> what's the worst part of riding in the car as a kid uh, get your seatbelt on uh fine and now you're constrained you can't move and it's uh to be stuck in the seat the whole time and the one i get to get out of my seat and as a bus it's like okay don't get up you shouldn't get up but you could totally get up (laughs) (laughs) if you want to stand for the entire ride bus driver is probably not going to yell at you unless you're a little a-hole about it which i definitely have witnessed and it's like well now you just ruin it for everybody because you're jumping around instead of just standing there being cool like the rest of us See what I'm doing? I'm leaning against this bar, so I'm like holding it with my butt cheeks so my hands are free to play my switch. Then when the bus driver takes a sharp turn, well, I broke my switch. That's my fault. You just clench your butt cheeks. Oh, man. I I don't know if I have that strength. And now I know more about your butt than I ever wanted to know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Or what you're trying to teach your children. Now we're going to work on our Kegels. (laughs) Why? Because the bus is dangerous. Sometimes you need both hands to play auto chess on it and you need to hold on to something. We don't have prehensile tails, but we do have prehensile butts. Not true. That's not a thing. I will say that along the lines of buses are the kind of tram subway thing you have to take when you go to a big airport. Those ones give me anxiety because I worry, you know, like if I don't get off, I could miss the plane because I, you know, it has to go on a loop again and I have to stay on and I just need to get where I'm going. And, you know, with the two kids, especially, it's like, okay, as soon as that door opens, you go for that door. Like you get out. I don't care if people are coming on. You get out because if we get stuck. And sure enough, like last time we flew, there was a little girl that got left behind and, you know, that those doors do not open just because there's a kid there. They, they stay closed. So the parents were freaking out and I was just like, we had, we had to get going. We couldn't, you know, do anything to help. But we were just like, oh my, I can't imagine if that happened. And then kid, the kid was young. I wasn't like it, my daughter, you know, she's, she would freak out, but she's also old enough to, you know, she pushed the kid off like, where's some to play? Is there a play place here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go there, and that's where we'd find her, because or McDonald's or something like that. But, yeah. So uh, so there's that, but also you're talking about the, the clenching your butt muscles. That's all about the foot forward, like have your weight 
on the right place, but also know which way this train comes in. <laughs> I've done that. I can't tell you how many times when the train would come in. I'm like, all right, wait back here. And, oh, we're going that way. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> it's like, falls over. That's that's me riding the tram at the airport. Which is the closest I have to a bus ride, because I don't ride the bus that often anymore. Also, I have terrible motion sickness. I know I've mentioned that. So a bus ride of like <laughs> longer than 20 minutes would probably have me vomiting all over my bus, my seatmate. So what you got to do is you got to ride the double-deckers. Oh, God. Because that's what I do. No, they're the best. Double-deckers are so much smoother. They're so much better. It's the same amount of people as the the two buses, like, tied together. You know, where it's like a double bus, and there's that slinky in the middle, and it holds them together, and it's just weird. It doesn't seem mechanically sound, and yet this is how we get to work. I have to ride one of those to work. Or no, I have to ride one of those home, but when I go to work, I get to take a double-decker bus for half of it. And if there's an open seat in the front and the top, I'm a five-year-old kid all over again, and I run up those stairs, and I grab that seat, and I'm like, this is gonna be cool! And it's a nice, smooth ride. I get this big, nice panoramic view. I'm way up tall. I'm so tall, Jason! I'm so tall up there! Do you sit, do you sit above the driver and act like you're driving the bus? <laughs> I pretend I'm flying is what I do. And I'm just like, wee <laughs> Banging on the glass up there. Hey, stick your head back in the bus. <laughs> uh, you can't control the windows up there. They, they've, I don't, they don't trust people not to jump out those windows. That's for the best. But it's so well air conditioned. You don't need to open the windows. I, mean, that biggest... I don't know why they don't air condition other buses, but the double deckers are a glorious future. Well, the space is that much bigger, so you're going to need a stronger air conditioner to run it. So that, that makes sense. So it is smoother because that would be my fear is that you're, you're up so much higher that the sway would like be even greater and I would get even sicker. Uh, there is a bit of sway, but there's not the the rattling and the the bouncing like you don't you don't feel all the bumps in the road i'm fine with bumps and 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 that that the stuff i expect from a car but i do not expect a car to you know have this weird i'm almost getting sick just thinking about riding on a double decker bus (laughs) (laughs) well sometimes you take a nice tight corner and you kind of lean over a bit jason you're like am i gonna tip is this how i die Uh, and then you come back in and it's like a wild mouse ride everywhere you go that will be yet another uh fun thing you get to do with me when I come visit eventually is ride a double-decker bus and just watch me get ill. So ill I have to get off the bus (laughs) and on a bus. This is gonna be great. To walk everywhere after that. Oh yeah, seriously a little bit queasy. Just thinking about the sway and the and and also the being so far off the ground, like you know, I need to be low to the ground. Like I'm okay, I'm basically running really fast. But if I'm that high up, then I can't be running that fast because my legs aren't that long. They're long, but they're not that long. So that's that that would be another disconnect for my brain. It's like in VR when, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to fall and I'm falling, ah, but my body's not actually falling. Oh, God. <laughs> if you've ever actually played VR, but that's that's my problem with VR is eventually getting to that point where you do, you do something in the game, but your body isn't doing it and the disconnect makes you sick. That would be me riding a double-decker bus. But your body is actually doing it. You're actually do. You're on the bus and you're going someplace. There's no disconnect. But it's it's the being up higher. I don't know. I I, I might be okay with it. I'm I'm sure I would not. I'm not even gonna lie about that. No, no, no I would not. <laughs> I'm not gonna try and talk you out of getting nauseous, but I'm, I'd like to. I wish I could. I wish I could mock this out of you, but I don't think I can. I mean, yeah, it's not. It, it's something that's just gonna get worse as, as time goes on. I think so. It's uh. 
but I, I, I totally want to ride in a double-decker bus, so yeah, I would I would do it until I absolutely could take it no more, and then run down those stairs before I throw up down them, because that's, that's not going to be fun to clean up. Nobody can use the stairs! Sicky McWussyton <laughs> spuked down them, and now nobody can go up. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Uh-huh.